You are tripping absolute dick on mushrooms. I guess I need to pick it up with my own butthole. <laughs> It feels like a magic trick because some people tapping. Why are you asking such deep questions? So, we're here today with my good friend Lydia, who is probably one of the few people on the planet that I can say is at least from as different a dimension as I am, <laughs> who, like actually has some sort of connection with some sort of fucking the beyond sorcery beyond the fucking ethereal plane whatever you want to call it if there was ever a person that was connected to all these things it is Lydia thank you and that's that's pretty much how I, would I like that it. yeah I like that a lot because, like, Casey couldn't even give me that. Or, like, May, and I know them all the time. But I want to know what first impression, in passing, if you know me, if you know little bits about me, how would you describe me? Okay. Yeah. Okay. If somebody asked for, like, a visual description, I would say, like, white. Thank you. <laughs> um, thank you. No. <laughs> I don't even know what kind, though. I don't know where I come from. I don't know my um, family history. I have... Five parents. It really makes no difference once you're white. Right. It's just like, all right, um, white. But everyone where I'm Italian? from asks Who me cares? where I'm from. So, like, everyone in Saginaw, w like, the whole time asked me where I'm from. Yeah. Like, I'm from here. So, like, I don't look like they do. There, there's a lot of white. There's everyone. There's every kind of race, Every everything in Saginaw. In Detroit, there's everything you can think of. There's, oh, yeah no separation between anything and there's no hate between them at all everyone's friends yeah um and that's how i grew up was with just multiracial people and with everyone and all religions and everything so to come down here and then still see like people being uh hateful racist uh judgmental anything is very strange to me yeah like at barnes noble there was a white guy eyeing me down the whole time I could tell, reading his mind, saying he's afraid that I was gonna, if he got up, I was gonna steal his laptop. I don't know why, but if I look like a dangerous character, I'm so sorry. I don't mean that. I don't think so. But there are still those people out there that are like, that. And I can't believe that. That's weird. Yeah. Anyway. Well, like, I work in construction. I see, like, racism and stuff. Well, like, not so much at the company that I work for now. My boss now is a very, like, he's the best boss I've ever had. He's very level-headed. He's very cool about stuff. Like, if you need a day off or something, it's just, awesome. you know... Yeah, you're not going to get paid for it, but you don't have to, like, right. lie to him and say, oh, I'm sick. You just say, hey, I need this day off. 
for this and this. Mm -hmm. I straight up told him, I was like, I'm going to this Elton John concert. It's in Columbia, so it's, like, not too far. And technically, I could get back for work. But, like, I'm just going to have gone to a fucking concert. And, yeah. it, like, I would like the next day off. And he was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like, and you love go your job. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. It's, like... You're very good at it. Yeah. I get to create things and control the properties of this universe. The conduits of what goes into the... Yeah. Yeah. You literally light I the darkness. was just talking... In, in physical form. About how the, um, like, living in this version of reality, this universe, there are certain rules to it, and being able to manipulate those and, like, do something cool, like, make a light turn on, yeah. or, like, literally light up my entire little Lego cities, those are fucking... That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then make it magic. And then, uh, okay, so that's like a conduit... Is that a conduit, or is it a director? Would you be a director? I could. I like to say I'm a director of energy. I would say director. Conduit would be like the actual wire, probably. Is okay. What's because it's literally traveling along the wire and then going there. But I am directing the wires where to go. So I okay. suppose that would That's make cool. me the director and the wire the conduit. So I keep hearing the word conduit and director and like. You know, a conduit or like a, a vessel, almost. So it's yeah. like, uh, so like a person who is a conduit is like hmm. to receive messages right through. Is that right? Well, in electrical, there's literally like PVC piping that you put wires through is called conduit. Oh. It's PVC conduit. Those white ones. So the white poles. Uh, well, they're like gray they for electrical stuff. Okay. White is my fa my stepdad is an electrician also, and he's nice. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, which you can use whatever usually, honestly, most of the time, but as long as it's PVC. But yeah, yeah. so the conduit is literally like the. It's like the veins. Of the electricity and then the actual electricity is like the blood vessel or the blood cells I'm actually going to look it up in this really old dictionary I've carried this dictionary around with me since I was in middle school um, it's all marked up and really old nice um, um, and words have changed so much um, if you look up words like the word um, admonish okay if you look up the word admonish on google It'll tell you like um, maybe like a, a, a harsh like a correction of something that you did wrong, like to like scold or whatever, admonish you. Okay? okay. But if you actually look up admonish in the older dictionaries, it means to like correct like gently. Hmm. Interesting. Um. So that's just one word. If you just right. think of everything else, if you you know, because you oh look up what that means. You literally have a computer in your pocket now where you can look it up and. Do you really trust what they're telling you? Like, yeah. So then that also creates with the generational gap and of time within the older people and the other generations of what they even think words really even mean? Yeah. Well, it's basically just whatever the most people think the word means is what the word means. And so, so if we can all have Google in our pocket and we can all consensus right. to a new meaning of a word, then yeah. the old one becomes obsolete, so then they control you. Yeah. And when they can control you... Yeah. This is why pre-internet ants had us beat. Because pre-internet, all humans are, like, disconnected. There's, like, you know, town criers or the newspaper or something. What do you mean pre-ants? 
ants are an entire hive mind. Every single ant is connected. Well, not every ant, but like oh. the col a colony oh, of ants okay, is all connected together with their own like whatever form of the fucking Telepathy. internet. Probably. Who knows? Like, like trees and the roots of everything. Like it's in something. Avatar with the blue. Yes. In the right, yeah. Like and everything's the connected. The tail penises that connect to the ponytail penises. You know what I'm talking about, Finley? Nope. You haven't seen, <laughs> Have uh, you seen the movie Avatar with the blue people? Oh, yes, yes. Okay, so how everything's all interconnected with all the trees and how they connect. Yeah. They got their ponytail the with the little... Same deal with the ants. Yeah. Right, and that's right. actually true with us humans. Yeah, and like trees and stuff use... The mycelium, which are basically like fungi roots, like if you were to think of roots off of a tree, but instead it's coming off of mushrooms, there's a whole system of mycelium underneath all of the forests, and they connect together all the trees and transfer messages back and forth between the trees about like, hey, there's a fucking, you know, like swarm of caterpillars or whatever coming in to eat all of our leaves, and the other trees change their flavor profile or their like acidity or something so that they're less appealing to caterpillars mm -hmm. and like they literally like you know hit up their homie and it's like dude watch out and the other yeah. tree reacts things adapt it's insane. over time everything is connected like that like with the even crows you know that if you see a crow and you are mean to a crow yeah it will go tell its crow friends oh yeah and like then all crows yeah in the area everything ever they'll, they'll know that you suck yeah like they'll tell each other that you suck yeah have you seen that video of the crow uh, provoking a fight between a cat, or uh, it's like two cats or something? There's like two cats on different rooftops and there's a crow going between the two rooftops oh. and he's like talking to each of the cats or like pissing them off a little bit yeah. and then like leading them towards each other and then they start fighting and you're like, holy shit, this crow just like <laughs> literally shit talked his way into... Yeah. I believe they can all way. also communicate. Yeah. And I think that we have, when you tap into it, you can read the energy of the animals. You can't read their mind, like, what favorite color they are, what, you know, what they like. Yeah. But, I mean, you get to know them and everything, just like how cats um, are in tune with it, especially just like how in the past Egyptians extremely did a lot of things based on what their cats did. Right. Uh, and what their cats knew what was coming. Um think we have that ability like when you know like a bad thing's coming like the tree can change its leaves or the whatever because we have a communication thing a premonition because time doesn't exist it's not a line yeah it's all happening all at once and it'll never happen it doesn't matter yeah imagine um, time as a loaf of bread and we're on a slice what is that from some uh space documentary thing I, I that I've it. seen like a bunch of times. Me too. I can't remember and what it was. Probably just like I fucking love those. Have you ever seen Through the Wormhole with Morgan Freeman? Heard of Parts it. I don't of think it. I've seen it. Oh, no. It's so I love Morgan good. Freeman. I it's my favorite space thing ever. It's Morgan Freeman narrating a show about like space. There's episodes about time. There's episodes about like is God real? Right. And like Da 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 da, and like all this, it's fucking crazy. And obviously, Morgan Freeman, the best narrator of all time. I agree. Like, did I you know there's a nature documentary now about um, national parks narrated by Barack fucking Obama? Are you serious? Yes. No, I would watch the shit out of that because right? I love, yes. I love Obama. Yes. 
narrating a nature documentary. And you're He's like, oh, such a. God. He was just a good. He had a good soul, though. He was a good. He was a good guy to be up there. And then, when Donald Trump, I'm sorry, was <laughs> elected, where it was even in the running, I I laughed. I thought it was an actual joke. Yep. I was. Someone said. Donald Trump versus Hillary, and I thought that is the funniest joke. Right. That is so. That is. It, uh-huh. It's interesting because he's planted his way all through the movies of the eighties, the nineties, the everything. He's been, you know, he networks yeah. and he's been uh, in everything. Oh, yeah. If oh. you don't mind. Potential knock, possibly Rhonda. Oh, Rhonda, yeah. Um. She's she's also a witch who's who's recently now coming into her power. Yeah. It took a while, but it's okay. Time doesn't exist. Time doesn't exist. So, um, like, if you were to zoom out um, of the Milky Way and look at, try to find Earth yeah. and try to tell what uh, opinions we had or what documents they were, no, it would look like a star. It would look like a speck. It would look like nothing. Yeah. So it's funny how much meaning we put to everything and how much um, we think we know. Even me. And also, and also, if you zoom in really far on anything, it looks like space. It look, it's tiny little balls <laughs> all swirling around each other. Yes. And then if you zoom really, really far out on anything, it's a bunch of it's big balls <laughs> swirling around each other. Yep. Finn, Jake, Barry, one of them? Uh, yeah, the, the, the brown one. He's yeah. in the sunroom? Yeah. Yeah, sunroom. Oh, let me go get him. <laughs> I did find the definition for conduit and conduct. Yeah, it's interesting uh, how some words, like even the word gay, changed. Yeah, like it meant happy. And it hey, also now means. bastard. Uh, homosexual. What? Yeah, what did you just call me? Changed. No, um, he said the meaning of the word gay changed <coughs> even. Oh, yeah. I found a conduit and conduct. Conduct is what I keep hearing too. You know, it's funny because I told a lady I was gay before. She's like, don't ever tell anybody that I'm happy. Because just... if you ever look at the, what is that one TV show? The Flintstones. Mm-hmm. They have in there, it's a gay old time. And even with Santa it's Claus. It's a gay old <laughs> time. So it's just amazing how, you know. One There's word. Christmas songs. That... Yeah. Jolly and gay and yeah. bright. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, like. Christmas. <laughs> Bundle of sticks. Um, so ghosts. Ghosts. But did, what does conduit mean? Oh, you want to know? Yes. Right. <laughs> I put it away. Oh, yeah. I opened right to it. Nice. Uh, there's a vulture on this page. I have no idea why. Under conduit? This is on the C page. Oh, okay. That's not right. My bad, it's a condor. Okay. Ah. One of the largest flying birds with a bare head and white downy neck. Those weird looking creepy vulture things. Okay. Conduit. Okay. A pipe. Used to pass electric wires or cable through. A channel or a pipe that water passes through. Okay. Or conduct, which I keep hearing. To lead and direct. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. Oh! That's what I did. To lead and direct. A performance of a band or an orchestra to guide or show the way to lead to direct or control the course 
Yeah, like a conductor. To transmit, yeah, heat, electricity, or sound. Behavior, conductibility, conduction, conductible. I actually was the director, the conductor. I did eight years in band. I was there every morning before school, in the afternoon, and lunch. Every single day. I was the earliest one. I was the band geek of geeks. Nice. I played, like, all the instruments. I cannot do brass, though. Like, they tickle my mouth too much. I can't do it. I do flute. I do saxophone. I do clarinet. I do the drums. And I got up there on the podium. What about plastic? And directing. Um, <laughs> kazoos, yes. And recorders, yes. Um, they're not as fun. As trombones what? and stuff? Or uh, trumpets and My whatnot. sister played trumpet. And I think trumpet players, I love them so much. But if you are a trumpet player and you're good, you have to be a little bit obnoxious. Probably, You yeah. have to be. Like I would like saxophone, probably. It is fun. It I is feel cool. like saxophone It is almost the exact cool. same fingerings as a flute. Yeah, okay. But the mouthpieces are night and day, because flute, you have to blow across, and then saxophone, you have to actually put in your mouth. Yeah, okay. Play, and you have to wet it real good. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah, um, so, no time, death... Um, ghost is God real. Morgan Freeman is God real. Um, I say yes, and so are all the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> everything um, is real. Everything is real. I'm sorry um, if also, you can think about it. That's the only thing. It's that, not real. Yeah. Um, that's actually a man-made concept. Um, yeah. which, well, we had to keep track of something. See, somehow. so time is real because, I mean, I've got two watches on right now, and they're both reading me a time, so that's... Right, it helps. It helps you know, to like pay keep the attention track of the 3D to the three D realm. Right. Like I said, there's this reality and this reality there's has There's more than this dimension. Yeah. Well, so but we're in this one. Yeah. Right now, anyway. But you can For the most of the time. You can most of the time I'm here. Yes, see? Yes. <laughs> but you can leave. Right. And you can go communicate with the other dimensions or travel to different ones, even if it's for a brief moment. Right. Um, so do you meditate ever? I used to. I think I that really off. helps. Does Brittany meditate? Used to, fell off. I think it would help. I'm sure, guys. like, so I do still practice a lot of the stuff I learned I meditating. Like, if I am in, and not perfect, this doesn't happen yeah. all the time, no. but there are times when I'm, like, you know, like, getting upset, or, like, I'm, like, it's really fucking hot out, and I... And getting pissed off that I have to be at work in the like ninety nine degree heat and it's just insane, mm. but like I just think back to those times when like I'm you know like doing hot yoga or like meditating or like doing something that's like I just need to accept that this is what reality is in this particular moment. Mm. I need to continue doing whatever it is like. What, what's going to help me right now? And if there's nothing I can do to help me, that's... It is what it is. Yeah, you can only do so much of what you can do if you can do anything at all. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Um, so, meditating, I don't do it every single day, which I should... I kind of do in a way, if you get into, like, a groove of something where you can just, like, completely turn your brain off and be in what you're doing and being in the present moment, yeah. that's meditating. Okay. So you don't have to be, like, sitting there with your legs crossed in the dark with crystals on your forehead or anything. You can just be painting and yeah. breathing with the strokes. Are you, can you feel the blood pumping through your body? 
Do you feel and hear what's around you? Do you hear the water down the hallway? Do you hear wind outside? If you're in the moment and being right there and realizing, I'm in my body right now. This yeah. is my meat suit. And I feel it. I'm yeah. here. That's meditating in a way. Yeah. Being present. Yeah. Um, so I, I do can, that a lot. This, that's good. I, <laughs> that's good. Like, I think it's good I, to start um, being quiet, but yeah. Have you ever heard of uh, Sam Harris? I don't know. I'm so bad with names. He is the dude that convinced me to meditate. And I feel like he's probably, like, he's probably gotten canceled for something by this point because he's <laughs> a white dude that's been on Joe Rogan's podcast. Okay. But, <laughs> yeah. like, yep. so he is a neuroscientist. Cool. And he talks about meditation and talks about reality in a way that really resonates with me. And, like, I feel like I like understand where he's coming from in his point of view he's like basically a philosopher but for now um which duh of course we still have philosophers yeah but like um his and his whole view on like free will versus determinism is very much in line with the way that i feel about it because oh he God. talks all the time about how like yeah, you have, like, choices, but your genetic composition, the situation that you're currently in, the situations that you've been in, you know, going through your entire life, like, all of your upbringing, all this stuff affects how you're going to make a decision. Mm -hmm. Your, like, actual yes. physical body composition, like, how your brain is structured. How a computer is wired. Yeah, right. So, like... And his most frequent example is the dude that shot a bunch of people out of a clock tower in Texas. He just took a, he killed his family and then took a sniper rifle up to the top of a clock tower and started yeah. picking people off. And in his suicide note, because he killed himself before the police got to him, he wrote that he wanted his brain dissected to see if there was something wrong with him because he felt like there was no way he had any other choice but to do just that. Mm -hmm. And you know what? The mm -hmm. motherfucker had a tumor pressing on his amygdala, mm -hmm. which is the fight or flight portion of the brain that like tells you, like, you need to do something now. Like, so did he really have a choice in whether or not to shoot those people? Who knows? Okay, you bring up amazing points right now. I literally, you, what you said, it's in line with what you're saying. Okay, you, that's in alignment with everything I was just speaking of yesterday too and earlier today. The uh, versus free will and what is and what is to be and yeah. what has already come. And if all of time already exists. It's already laid out. <laughs> so every single moment, like, okay, for example, if you, let's say you miss the bus. Yeah. You were not supposed to get on that bus. Yeah. You were supposed to miss that bus. Yeah. So what makes me sad for humans is there's something greater than we can understand that has kept us under fear. Everything you do is based in either love or fear. Hello, Jim Carrey, quoting you. Um, <laughs> which is true, and I've learned that. Um, but... Missing the bus and then you getting mad at yourself for that. Like, oh, I should have been here five minutes earlier. That you're shooting on yourself, you are shitting on yourself. Um, you're, you're not supposed to do that. You're creating negative energy. And in, every time you do that, every single time, and I know better than anyone because I killed myself like eight times. 
when every time you create negative energy for yourself and for anyone else, the negative forces or whatever's beyond our control are having a goddamn field day with you beating yourself up. They want you, whoever that is, to be upset. Because when you're in fear, you can be controlled. But also, don't you think that sometimes shitting on yourself is... Like, if you do an awful job at something, mm -hmm. or, uh, like, you mess something up, mm -hmm. or you, like, you know, are, like, you know, you get fired from your job or something. Good like for, you. for and right. Well, you right. know, no, like, yeah. because you fucked up, or, like, maybe you're an alcoholic or have right. a gambling addiction. Right. Maybe shitting on yourself for that isn't the worst thing, because maybe that's, like, you're the probably the only person that you are going to listen to is yourself. Totally. That is true. But um, it's different. Oh, go ahead. You're right. It is. Um, then... But also, negativity demons gotta eat, right? <laughs> no. Them. Let's kill them. No. Let's, no. Uh, they cannot take my neg negative energy. No negative energy is allowed to be taken. You can't take anything from me. Uh, and all my positive energy is mine. Um, and whenever you say those things... Um, they cannot mess with you. It's nice. like they, it's like weird. Once you figure that out and realize that words actually do have power and your thoughts and intentions really do have power, the universe is on your side. And then you realize that. And then they start showing you signs like numbers, repeating numbers, little synchronicities everywhere. So like, yeah, I can say I used to be a very strong, heavy, heavy drug user. And I died. I actually had to die. Okay. Now, I, when I was going through that, every single time I went through that death thing, I thought, hmm, maybe I should stop, like, trying to do this. Maybe I shouldn't. Yeah. But it was never a, um, it was always a should. I should do this. I should do that. But I didn't really feel in my heart of hearts that I wanted to because I didn't understand yet why I should not. Yeah. Um, and and that's, it's complicated to explain that, but... Um, instead of like shooting on yourself, state, I am making a conscious choice to not do that anymore. Yeah. I am making a conscious, conscious choice to better myself and better my situation. I have the ability to better my life. I have the ability to make my life any way I want to. Yeah. And I already, I feel like a spark right now just saying that thing. You get to choose nice. what timeline you you're in. And you can, you can mess up. You can mess up. It's, you're a human. You have free will. But do you? If all time so, exists, so and you have a tumor in your amygdala. You really do. So that's another <laughs> weird thing. You, okay, back to that one. Love that. So I worry that I have something wrong with me. See, it's weird that you say this because I keep thinking this. I maybe should probably go get an MRI. Um, I want one so bad. I'm I just worried. want to know yeah. what my brain looks like. Me too. I want a picture. <laughs> I think that'd be cool. Then I'll paint it. But yeah. I worry that whatever I... Abilities I have since I died and everything that I went through and all the people I've seen and everything and all the stuff I've done, I wonder what the heck is inside my body now. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't Why have money, like insurance, this? and whatever. I can't really go get it checked out for free. So uh, when I have all the money come in, um, which whatever money comes to me always goes back out. I don't need it. I grew up poorer than you can... We ate, like, cheese and pickles, like... And we slept all in the same bed for years. Like, we didn't, we, we had no money. I still had no money. And then one day, Mom married my stepdad, and he was all right, I guess. But then he had some money, because he was an electrician. 
And just like any money I get always goes back out to everyone. I don't need it. I yeah. drink water and I eat food when I need to and I find it somewhere and I make friends with everyone because I love everyone because I am you. Um, so whatever money comes, um, one day I will go to the doctor, probably get an MRI and uh, see what disease is in me. How much? But hold on. Yes. How... Maybe check out what does it cost right now in Georgia. How much does an MRI cost? <laughs> Curious. Um, uh, blood work. It's thirteen hundred dollars. Yeah. That's not bad. I got the repo man after a, me. A little my peek car, at the brain. My phone's gonna get shut off. I don't. You know, I have no money, so. Yeah. Um, but it's funny that you say that. That he had the urge to go and kill a bunch of people because right. he had no other choice. I feel the compelling, intense, like I wake up smiling, screaming urge to wake up and go help everybody really hard. Like that's, it's the complete opposite. Like yeah. I want everyone to be super inspired just by me being as hard as me as I can be. Yeah. It'd probably be. And that's be, the only, that's it. It'd probably be like just as easy to have a tumor pressing on like, you know, like two millimeters to mm -hmm. the fucking left of where that guy had one. Yeah, and you and end it's up with the, the good opposite. One. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I'll let you know, I guess, later. You know, people with Tourette's, um, I grew don't up just with, yeah. say, uh, curse words. Yeah, it's they say like phrases all and sorts ticks. of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Apparently it's getting really popular on TikTok. And then some people are like faking having tics oh, no. to get more popularity. Oh no. See, and that's, um, action based out of fear because they want to be um liked for something because th see they're craving for likes they're craving for attention they have no fear they have no love for themselves so right. they crave it from other people and that's why people do that stupid stuff finley do you have a word no no i'm just kind of listening <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy you're here yeah. i'm so happy you're here because um, me and Finley have been trying to meet up forever because Finley wants to play instruments and stuff I also teach, teach intru instruments and I read sheet music and all that Nice. I would love to do that and hang oh out and God. all my jokes and stuff um, I need help refining and I love that you got the shout out on Friday um, from EJ saying you know all of his jokes and you, he goes to you Finley to read not them not all of them he well I mean some... still though I mean it's, cool. it's the whole group it's, it's just it's I funny. think that huh? you're funny to me I, I just I it's a difference when you're talking with somebody and as opposed to getting on on, on stage where you're in charge and you're you're like a teacher you're you're facilitating and and the problem is there's there's different types of ways people joke and it, when I used to be a programmer I wanted to teach people not how to program like me but how to program like themselves cool. so yeah. when there's different styles of of um, joking some people tell stories. Some people um, go and give you a punchline, and 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 give you a joke. And what happens is, with some joking, they take a left turn. So that's what gets you. So uh, the first couple of times, people laugh at that joke because they don't expect um, how it's going to go. And to try to help somebody get a joke the way that they come up with. When we used to do the workshops, at least at the chat. When you would hear somebody come up with an idea, you're like, 
And I'm thinking, I get all happy. It used to be like me going to a computer store. My parents used to let, my sister used to throw me at the place and say, look at him. He looks like he's at K, was it uh, a KRS Toys or whatever the thing oh, yeah, was. KB, KB Toys. Toys. Yeah. I just look like Toys R Us too. Yeah. I'd be all, but now my joy is when I look at a person come off an idea like road rage. What can I do about road rage? And then you see them and they start, the wheels turning and you start thinking, Hey, you don't have to use this because I've never said I was completely funny. And I think that everybody, not everybody's going to be funny to you. I think everybody right. has, you know, things right. that they can bring or they can, you know, just, it, it was one comedian said it could just be a, a way that you deliver a word or change a word around or how you, you make your hand gestures or your eye gestures or the pauses and everything else. And to me, that has given me just as much joy watching the, the guys whether they use something I, I give them or, you know, suggest or not, but come up with their own type of facet of idea. And it's just cool because your joke is not working a certain way. Why not change it? Just one word and it might, or one breath. And it's so cool. Yeah. You know, I looked at, at Uncle Boudreaux the last time and his jokes were bam, bam. He'd set up a joke, bam. And it was just, I was like, okay, I like that kind of humor. I like humor, and, and the first time I ever went on stage, I was all over the place. It was funny because I went on stage and I didn't want to, uh, was it? I didn't want to get anybody in trouble, so I stopped my joke and I went to another one, and I did it at, um, <laughs> I did it at, uh, what's that? It was a uh, soul bar, not a soul bar. It used to be, it was on Washington Road by the the sushi place. I can't remember the name of oh, it. Oh, uh, Chevy's. Chevy's. So yeah. I show up and I'm doing all types of stuff. And I'm like, and somebody was about to tase. And I was like, oh, shit, am I getting ready to intimidate or, or you know, um, get somebody in trouble? So I stopped that joke and I went to another and I went to another. And they're like, people want to laugh. You're going and doing too much. Right. And Well, you're, you're cutting yourself off. You are. Yeah. I do that. And, uh, I the, and so especially if you have like an ADHD type mind, because I know I switch around. You have to come up with some type of conclusion to make it like a flow, like a, almost like a heartbeat. And uh, the, the problem is because sometimes you look and go, oh, there's a joke I need to go back and tell. No, leave that one for next time. Yeah. And you get to see how they audience. And the, it's a big problem when you're on stage because you can't always hear the audience. And you're speculating. And sometimes it's, it's good that you have a couple of friends out there. The only problem about friends is they won't always tell you the truth of like, hey, you're hitting, because they don't want to hurt your feelings. Yeah. And to me, that's one of the biggest issues, because if you want to get better, it's not about hurting somebody's feelings. It's like, hey, dude, I saw this hit, or hey, I saw this go, or this crowd is different than this one, so it didn't work here, but it worked over here. And what I notice is like, when I tell a long story, I have to put punchlines in between because you'll lose people. Right. Once you lose people, it is so hard to get them back in the story. When, if you get them in the beginning, or if you're setting it up for the next comic, he has to do even more work or she has to do more work to bring that level back up. You know, some people's voices automatically just get them, you know. Um, like kinfolk, his voice. Yeah. Like when you hear that voice, his, it's, yeah. you know, it's just like, oh, you know, like a mm -hmm. singing people are like, what? I hear this, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I'm 40 years old. And I got to work in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My nuts don't work. Yeah. That's I all I could remember yeah, is yeah. from his jokes. Like, all right. <laughs> so it, to me, it's like my um, getting older. I, I look and I, 
and and the last time I went and you know got out there, I had to take a nap first. I had to take some uh, B twelve. I had to drink some <laughs> coffee. I said this is some BS, uh, some bullshit. And I, I I I need to go ahead and just let these young people do it because if you're not doing a seven thirty eight o'clock show, it's so because when I go home, I can stay up till two thirty three o'clock in the morning. But when I'm out, it's just like my yeah. tears are just coming down from yawning so much. It's just like oh my gosh, what am I doing to myself? See. And I see a like seven thirty show, and I'm like, oh man, nobody's gonna be there. <laughs> did you see? Did you see Tom Segura? I I went to with Chat Noir, yeah, and watched their show, and it was it, it was interesting. It, I laughed because they Tom they, Segura. At- no, 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 no. So the Chat Noir, they had a show. Right, they did they had an a improv show on Friday. No, it was just a, a, they made they made a film. They made an hour long film. And, you know, Friday they had, like, some people show up. Saturday they did their own, you know, uh, paid people. But as soon as the show was over at 9, we saw the people leaving the Tom Segura show at 9. They're going home at 9 o'clock. So after the show at La Chat, I just got up and I went to... um, I went to Joe's Underground. And they started, like, at 9.20 or 9.10. And I'm like... So Uncle Boudreaux looked at me because I was getting ready to walk out, and that's when I barely saw you out the corner go behind him. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me. He's like, dude, are you going to stay? He's like, you've been here the whole time. You might as well stay a little. And I'm over here like, I just need to go home. I just want to go. But he was funny. And I stayed yeah, 30 minutes I was minutes tired later. as heck. I left because I went, oh, saw my friends, saw my friends. So I don't know this guy. I'm sure he's funny. I'm and sure he's funny. He was. But I had to go. But that, energy, and that's how, you know, and, and the that's energy how, of the whole thing. You know, and he had to talk over people, and and he, he did have comebacks. Like you know, how you always talk about practice against hecklers. He already right. had some stuff ready. Yeah, and he was like, bam, he came back. But you could tell the back of the crowd because if someone's not paying to go into the club, they get rowdy. They don't care. They're right. not there. Yeah, for the you, comedy. For the yeah. comedy, they're there. Right. Getting ready to get drunk. They're getting drunk. Right. There's a lady back in the booth. Right. I was in the way back of the booth. There was a lady next to, and I didn't realize. That, that the uncle did was that I didn't know it was him. I didn't realize I was I was not with it for some reason. Mm. I thought, huh, he's wearing that like he's very out of place here. <laughs> like why? Like, <laughs> why? It's the overalls. Yeah, and I was the, like, yeah. huh, interesting choice. But I was like, well, look at me. So then, um, the lady he looks was like watching. Santa Claus, kind of. Yeah. He looked like a conductor. Yeah, yeah. like a he train looked, conductor. Yeah. Funny. It's almost like conductor. Thomas the Train. You expected the music to start. Do, do, yeah. Do, do, yeah. And I keep hearing trains. I just keep getting those messages lately. Maybe we should look up the meaning of trains. Anyway, um, so there's a lady next to. Uh, obviously, you know, you didn't pay to get in, but she was like playing her video on her phone so loud. Mm-hmm. You heard that? And I was about ready to stand and go. Excuse me, there is a show happening. I was gonna. So during like, the show, yeah, she was yes. watching like video uh, during Skylar going off. Like and Skyler was really? doing really good. Yeah, Skyler was doing really well, and he was like really like getting in, like he was really like working with everyone. I could hear that. I could tell, hear him in his brain. He was like, "Yeah, that's threw me off, but whatever, keep going with it." Like it threw yeah. him off. Like, and so, you can see that. Um, but I think it's important to call him out. Yeah, like, while excuse you're me. in the middle, like yeah. just stop your shit and be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" But excuse the problem, me, I'm trying to perform. Go the problem is, sorry about that. The problem is, because it is a free show, it's cool that they let them, you know, the comics do stuff down there, but because it is a free show, people don't care. When right. you start, like I said, when you pay your money, or when, and, and it would do, it probably do Skyler off a little bit, because you start hearing people, and you start thinking, am I not doing a good job to keep the crowd? Uh, and, and what's going on? And it could be simply just because of where you're at. 
He kept thing the people is, up front. Thing is, that's an opportunity. You can call that person out. It is completely insane to be playing a video on your phone at full volume in the middle of a bar on any occasion. Yeah, I know. Like, you Not just during outside. a show. Go outside. Go Use outside. headphones. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, I know. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. Yeah. I don't need or want any more of your money or time. Please leave. Mm -hmm. You're so, I yeah. don't even have my phone on like you know, ringer volume. Like, it doesn't ring for me ever. Not since right. I've gotten it. Keep it on silent. I Keep don't know who calls silent. me. All the time. Who calls me? I don't know. Just vibrate. Like, Keep if, like, if something emails. is urgent, I will feel my phone go off. Yeah. So she was by herself? I think so. So. And he, the, uh, the uncle dude turned around and gave her the meanest face. But, but think about it. <laughs> and then so she shut up. She's by herself playing yeah. a game. What would a pickup line be for, pick, you know, for a woman who's in the... Thing. She is drunk as hell, and she needs to go outside, and go home. But nobody but, but needs think, to take her but home. But think about it. you know, like because to me, the funniest. Why are you there? How would you use that no, for a pickup say, line? You know what I'm saying? You say this. You go up to her and you're like, "What's up, baby? Do you? I gotta. <laughs> you got a hearing I, deficiency I gotta, as well. <laughs> <laughs> I am also mentally challenged. <laughs> <laughs> have the perfect angry bird for you down here. Yeah, you know, just I saw this woman up in a club, and she was playing a game by herself at, at a comedy place. One, don't you think this comic's going to pick on you? And two, how lonely do you have to be to take a game inside of a place yeah. and get drunk by yourself? Are you screaming, I need to call 911? Yeah, you what need is therapy this? right now. Right. You it's, probably it's, need it's, rehab. It's a Maybe. weird place to choose to like go by yourself. Yeah, yeah. you know. I've, I've I mean, no I sense. do it. Well, obviously, I, but I'm weird. But you go and you like. I like. I like find studying people and, and talk I, to I people. Like, right? Yeah. Or if like, I like, I was like a fly that time. Yeah. Okay. EJ didn't see me. Skylar did see me, um, and I didn't. I don't know. I didn't. I was like gonna sit up there, and then some told me no, go to the back. So I went to the back. So no one knew. I thought you might have saw me. But I couldn't tell. I was like, I was eye. going to you. But it was I like the corner of my eye when he, you know, Uncle Boudreaux was talking. And I saw one like that. Yeah. And I was like, nah. That's... Did you see like a sparkle in the corner? I, it, you know, I kept on trying to get out people's way. If you notice, I kind of like blended into the wall. No, I, I know. I tried to like. Because you were right mess. there. I, well, I mean, it was like I was going to sit there, but there was a couple. I, I don't like to hover over people. I remember one time, totally off subject, I, I totally remember seeing this one guy, and it used to be like $5 or $6 for Long Island iced tea, and this guy goes to pick up this woman, or you know, it's like four women sitting at a table. He puts his drink far to the left, way away from the table, and goes and asks this lady that she want to drink, I mean, that she want to dance. And I thought that was kind of odd. You want to dance and be hugged up all on this lady, but you don't want her to drink your drink. Are you that scared or something? So I, I hate Thinking being so scared cool. of being roofied. You know, I, I don't. <laughs> maybe I, so. I it's just I I, I kind of look and go, man. I I don't want to hover over people. I don't want to be too close. But yeah, I, you know, respecting the space. I'm trying to. Trying well, to. I would also think if you don't want to be roofied, you would carry your cup with you with your hand over it. Oh yeah. Anyway, they make um non-roofy type thing was it they just put like where you get Somebody, to put your little plastic on it like a seal type thing there was a yeah it was kind of <laughs> like that you, you come back there was a thing on shark tank recently that was an anti-roofy mm -hmm. device that you would it 
like a padlock you put on the drink or something? It was like you could wear it as a scrunchie, but it also like, you know, like unfolded and you could put it over your cup so that nothing, you couldn't, nobody could drop anything in your cup. It would be helpful if you had like a like a straw or filter that turned a color if it detected. They have those they do, too, oh, but I think that's more expensive. I'm but sure. Like not but you gotta be like a princess you and need one of those to go to fancy bars and be or real hot really enough hot. to but, really, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you but, need one of those. But you like, couldn't tell if somebody spit in your drink and if you were a hot person, you'd be taking a friend with you, you know? It's like a guy. A guy will go on a prowl. It, it, I was telling somebody this before. Women and guys are different when they go to the bar. Women will go together. It's it's almost like mutual Omaha. Well, it's like mutual Omaha Wild Kingdom. You'll see like the gazelles just stacked together, and then you'll see the lions on the outside. Cause guys will go together, and you might get left by a guy. I, I I'm the guy who usually holds up the wall. I keep the wall from falling in. That's Those what are I usually do. the guys I go for, and I usually am never with a crowd. I have never been in a pack of gazelle women. But but you'll see a lot of guys. They'll come through and they'll start swarming around, and it's like yeah. it's so weird because I've actually seen guys leave other friends because I mean, man, you yeah. saw she was nicely, yeah, and do stuff. Women will nine out of ten times make sure you know they take care of each other, and then they'll make sure that they take care of the drink, yeah, you know, drinks. They do. Guys, you don't have that person who's going to take care of the drink for you. It's like if you go to the bathroom, you might have to take it in with you yeah. and hope somebody doesn't flush it that much, or you have to have that. I rarely see guys have another friend like, man, can you wash this drink for me? Yeah. You, you know, right. <laughs> you don't have it's actually an actual fear. Actually, all women... I'm no no lies here. Every single woman, as you grow up, you have an instinct fear of being raped by a man. You have I mean, that fear. That's you have that's how there. most you, people and, have been made throughout yep, most of human and, um, history. I really wish that wasn't so. Um, and being yeah. a person who has been, uh, and it, it yeah. is possible to be extremely happy afterwards. But yeah, you want to die for years after that. But yeah. um, we have that you know fear you go to the bar that's why women always go together you know i go to target and i am intimidating nobody messes with me okay i understand that and i always have a knife on me and pepper spray try it i'll bite your skin cursed. off right it's like sounds like I'll you're going to eat you. somebody you got right. a pepper spray and and a knife and I, don't I said know. I'll, I, no do you hear what I said I will bite your skin that, I, I, I someone mess with me please I want to bite I will bite your just, skin I really want to try and just see how hard you won't Seems mess like with me after that. you could find somebody that's into that. Right. You're, 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 you know, rip skin off something. Mo- they'll, they'll probably drop me and go, she's nuts. You know, yeah. How'd you lose her Brittany skin? Has, she loved me. I lost a bet with Brittany. And uh, if at any point in time it is financially feasible and dope enough, yeah. I will get a robotic leg and then Brittany can eat my human leg. What the... Okay. I lost um, a bet. Okay. Well, there was this. But chick, she's a vegan. She. So I'm confused. I'm she also would totally vegan. Eat human so meat. I'm confused. There's so. I guess if we had to, I would definitely try it. Um, but it's got to be someone who's offered themselves and who are pure, because right. I bet you That's, a negative person would taste like crap. Yeah. Wow. This this is deep. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> you should listen to the other episodes. Well. Um, <laughs> it's good like I hit the twilight zone for a second. I live in the twilight zone. I, I, I love listening to, or I, I've used the yeah. word love. I, I like listening to different conversations. I like seeing where people go with with different ideas. Mm-hmm. And so it's cool that I just sit back and, and not be into it. Because sometimes you just just listen. 
Yeah. You know, sometimes you feel like you're in the twilight zone. Sometimes you like All the time. Am I am I pranked? Is this M T V? Yeah. You know, yeah. but other times you like, just I'm in like, the Truman show. Yeah. I'm true. Like I swear to God sometimes. So, you all are. So, so I've unplugged all the smoke detectors. I know they're cameras. Right. Yeah. Now, like, they're not all the buttons on all your doorknobs or anything in your shirts. Yeah, I, I, yes, I've just many detectors. Many times before, but I, I get so many different jokes, and it's not jokes about the people, but it's more jokes about myself being in the situations. Like I've, I've told you before, most of the times the stuff that I end up doing is because of yes and almost. It's just like, oh, yeah. you know, because people are like, hey, Finley, you want to go do this? I'm like, Sure, why not? Yeah. And ninety five percent of the time I've had the best times of my life. When yeah. I try to go and do things myself or for some, it's some of the worst shit ever. But when I someone says like like the, you know, and bring up scuba diving or yeah. hey man, have you ever thought about jumping out of a plane? Ah yeah. I wouldn't do that. And it is typical Another that Jim Carrey shout out. That's the plot of the movie Yes Man. Well, yeah. and, and he says yes to everything until finally he can decide on his own if he actually wants to. But Not that, because you have to. Oh, and, and, and someone might, like I said, the the when I went and did a movie, because somebody said, hey, you should be in this um, comedy, or going, Apple, comedies, Apple was not comedy, it's, it's a movie that should be coming out this year. And I met these two wonderful people, and they said, you're so awesome, you gel with us. You should go scuba diving. And I'm like, sure. Nice. Or, you know, and, and it's happened with a lot of different things. And even going to a party, which I've met such great people. And so most of the time I say yes. It's, it's very rarely do I say no. So people think I have a bucket list. And I really don't have a bucket list. I have a, why not? A bucket <laughs> Let's list. Let's see how this, yeah, that, that's pretty much what it is. It's like Bucket list with uh, Morgan Freeman? Yeah. And my mom does uh Robert De Niro? No. Um, Jack Nicholson? Uh, Jack Nicholson, right. You said, it's funny how you, okay, I'm going to call back to what you said earlier. You said you like to see how people take different things that you say. Okay? And then you just said road rage. I have the complete opposite of road rage. I am the nicest driver. I am, I go the speed limit. Sometimes There's I go a little bit faster. And then, yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. You know, is maybe is it is it the ADHD or the autism? We don't know. Yeah. So, whatever term. It's probably they, both. Whatever I think you're term a cusp. they think. Yeah, a cuspy, right. <laughs> um, and, you know, I am a cuspy of a Capricorn and Sagittarius, but I am Capricorn, Sagittarius, Capricorn, if whatever that, you know, very strong. Anyway, whatever. But call back to what you said, Road Rage. <laughs> I have the opposite of that. So I'm always the one, like, stopping traffic behind me to let in a line of cars in front of us. Oh, you piss everybody else off in oh, that. I hate you so because much. Because I am. <laughs> because patience is a virtue, and it's not your turn yet. I can't. <laughs> you got to I can't practice. stand patience. patience. I, I and in the moment, I get to jam out just a couple minutes longer while they keep going. And I wonder if people who have road rage, I wonder if they literally have road rage because they can't control stuff outside the car like in their other life because that's sometimes when is. i get that, I have a, that is what it is i have a disdain for stupidity i yeah <laughs> especially when you get that person that yeah you I'm know like, you realize you're making yeah. this take longer for all of us it's, you know my thing is like it's a very simple math problem like if you're in a neighborhood and the speed limit is 25 miles an hour and i'm going 30 and this person's all on my bumper i just want to slam on my face yeah. i just want to right. i, I go. Just, I put my cruise control on because I don't want to go any faster and I don't yeah. want to go any slower because yep. I know what I want to do. Mm -hmm. 
And then when you get like get into a light or a place with them, you really want to just stare at them. But what does he do? I've been on my motorcycle before, and I've had a car come over on me, and I had to slam on my brakes. And I jumped right beside him and got right beside him, and I stared at him. And they didn't notice me. And wow. one person told me this before, and it was an interesting thing to go by. And I, if I honestly listened to what they said, I'd be happy all the time, but I'm not. Yeah. They said sometimes people don't know that they've done a fall, and their day is completely great, and your day is ruined. Like yeah. They might have moved over and didn't see you in that blind spot. Or they kind of got too close or didn't want to press on their brake and was trying to slow right. down. You know, different things. I'm sorry, I was smoking weed. Something. <laughs> <laughs> something. I was doing something. I was reaching over really to find cool the Pokemon chocolate in my I purse. I was texting because yeah. okay. I knew what was going to happen tonight. Right. But, uh, yeah, it's, I personally, I um, yes, I know I have road rage. I, I try to work on it. <laughs> I, I can't even lie about it. Like, when you get one place, you know, it's like you people can't hear you. It's almost like a sound booth. You're like, fucking go. Yeah. yeah. Right. But they only see, go ahead. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I'm all like, hello, fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, uh, Britney's new car is a Subaru Crosstrek, and it's got... <gasps> Have you uh, heard that song? Yes. Oh, by Hobo Johnson? Oh, I love that song. Yes, it's amazing. I know all the words. Uh, <laughs> it's very, it's, it's, it's fun. It's funny and silly. It's very um, funny. Okay. But it's got Sorry. adaptive cruise control. <laughs> so mm-hmm. if somebody's in front of you and you have the cruise control on, it'll slow down to whatever the person in front of you is going. Mm-hmm. And it never goes above whatever you set it to, but it'll go down if something's in your way, so you just literally never have to touch the gas. It is the best way to go through a school zone. You want me to tell you? <laughs> it sucks. Let me tell you what happened with me, right? I'm driving my parents. I love my parents to death. It's awesome. I got, I've got to go on rides with them. I just have to take an extra day off when I go to North Carolina. 70 miles an hour, you get to drive on 20, right? Mm-hmm. You're going, we're heading to North Carolina. We're driving, and I'm behind something. And with the adaptive, you don't know you're slowing down. Yeah. When I finally look down, we're going 55 miles an hour, <laughs> hour and 70. I pull over to the left to get out, and it just takes off. Yep. And you're like, why? Why didn't I know I was going 50 for like two hours or why? something? You know what I mean? <laughs> Actually, it's probably about a couple of minutes. But it pisses you off. You're like, it just slow. It should like have a little beep that tells you like, beep. You know, like, just kind of. Hey, you've slowed down 20 miles you, an hour. You've kind of slowed down. Um, do you want to get there like today? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I like that. That's funny. Do you want to get there today? Yeah. Um, my dad always says that. One of my dads. Uh, but that's such the like the coolest feeling when you get over to the other lane and it's like the car just, just shoots itself on. forward like a slingshot. Cause yeah. Should have bought a Bentley, but I'm not quite there yet. Yeah. Well, my parents have... Um, that that one car that she my mom has that that Lexus it, it, it is it's powerful and and uh, that was the only time in a long time I felt like I almost got in an accident because I was pressing on the brakes like I was like God dang it and I said something and they're like What's going on? But they don't see this car just coming closer as a free turn and I'm just kind of because I felt the brakes you know you're on the driver's side and you feel how far the brakes have gone down yeah. and you know that it's still rolling and you're like something went wrong here yeah. <laughs> And you cannot stop it. Yeah, I is. learned how to drive in a 15-passenger church van. Okay. Wow. With 15 thing, passengers? Uh, so I had seven one. siblings. Right. So on average, it was like nine passengers. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we definitely needed the space. Um, 
but the brakes on that thing, you'd push the brake pedal three quarters of the way down before it did anything at all. You yeah. <laughs> just like. That's a big. Yeah, that's a gas guzzler. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. How old were you when you started to drive? 15. I was 10. Yeah. What? Yeah. I was 19. Ten? Oh. No, I, I grew up on the seas. <laughs> I thought you were like, yeah, 10. I, I, was I, like, oh, I grew, grew up on a farm? Uh, negative, Captain. Actually, my dad needed to get to the bar somehow. So he oh. thought, he was like, well, you're about tall enough, right? So, like, he pra- would practice up north in the woods with the Kubota first. Because it's the, exactly the same thing. Yes. You know the Kubota with the four I know the Kubota. Okay. So we get the wood, we put it in, then we go light up the oh, wash, don't you know wash the, the deer. Anyway. Um, yeah, so, okay, so my dad, it's the no, same thing as the car, so the he was like, well, Sorry. do you want to go up there? Do you want to fight? In Michigan, in a Kubota? What are you, okay. In a Kubota? Anyway, um, I have, like, a few phrases I like to say that people think are funny that all just yeah. have the accent, which Fuck is funny. Fuck you, Sharcy. Oh, my gosh, Leonard Kenny. When I, people <laughs> randomly reference that to me, and I'm like, I don't understand. Okay. Uh, no. It's just um, the accent. Yeah. Well, the Kubota has the same driving gears as a car, vehicle, automobile, and yeah. not a stick shift. It's an autom- It's an automatic. Um, it's drive, reverse, and never neutral, okay? Yeah. And park. Park is when you're parking it. Right. Drive is you're driving. Reverse means you're back up. Reverse, you're reverse back. And my dad reiterated this so many times. I'm 10 years old. We're in the Kubota. And... Uh, her, his stepmom, my grandma, Judy, drinking wine all the time, like, yeah, just put it in reverse. So we're all driving down the dirt road in the woods, learning how to drive at a, as I'm 10. Yeah. So my dad this, did this on purpose, just like he showed me a lot of other corruptive things. And never, I never made, he never made me drink and let me drink tap water. I don't drink tap water. Never, because it, uh, there is stuff in the water, and it does calcite the pineal gland. Okay, anyway. So, I don't drink ah, it. fluoride. Fluoride is in the water. Okay, so, um, anyway. So, fast forward to being in Saginaw, and it's time to go to the bar, and Dad's already, he'd come to pick us up with one open beer in his hand and two beers in a pocket. So, once all three beers were gone, it was time to go home. Oh, my so, God. Right. Um, and by then, Mom was like, uh, it's your dad's turn to feed you. I'm not feeding you today. Just wait till your dad picks us up. And he's not picking us up till like, 930, because, you know. <sighs> so anyway, we're hungry. His three beers are done. We're like, Dad, we're hungry. He's like, fine. So we swing through Taco Bell. And I hate Taco Bell. And I always did. And I always say it every time. Um, but we do that. And then we drive to the bar or the store real quick to get a pack of bush light. And, um... I'd have to pick him up later. So me and my sister, my half-sister, it's actually did he call her father, to, did not he call my father. You, did he call y'all to pick him up, or did y'all stay in the car like y'all were chauffeurs? Yes, he did call me. Wow. So, yeah. Uh, and sometime, one time, when I got old enough, when I was about 15, I was, Dad, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I was hanging out with uh, Rebecca and Jesse, my old friends or whatever, and we were, I had a couple drinks, and my dad called me to pick him up from the bar. We're at Dad's house, hanging out, and yeah. I didn't want him to know I had a few drinks. So I told, you know, my friend, come with me. They were in the back, like, they had too many drinks. I was like, just act cool. So I am I drive, and I go to the bar to go pick him up. And he goes, yeah, you know, I'm going to stay for a while. Can you take home uh, uh, Darren? 
for me? And I'm like, uh, sure, Dare Bear, get right in. So Dare Bear gets in, and then that name sticks with him for years. Nice. Cool. And then, so I'm driving him home. I'm in the dark. I don't know where I'm, you know. Yeah. Whatever. And this is so, how old? I'm like, well, I'm 14 at that point, but I've been driving for four years already, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, and I, maybe I exaggerated a little bit, but I did start at 10. Yeah. Um, well, that sounds like... I got five parents. That kind of sounds like my, my dad was talking about uh, his, the, it was his brother's wife, and she drove for years without a license. It's the day that she got her license, she got a ticket. Oh, my God. That's funny. So... Here you go. Can you imagine anybody who listens to this podcast and gonna be like, what was the focus of their topic? Well, you know what? It is everything. Like I said, listen to any of the episodes. That's, yeah. Today's how they topic go. is everything. Yeah. Uh, I haven't been here yet. Everything, everywhere, all here. at once. Uh, every time I've been in this room before, it's been crowded with like seven other people and it wasn't my turn to be in here. Um, you know, they were all on the stripper pole and... No, I'm just kidding. It was a party, though. <laughs> so I've never yeah. been in here. Yeah, this is the first time I've ever been over here. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. I, I appreciate them, yeah, but... I love their yeah. house. Yeah. I um, met them when... Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's... Ooh. I love how we met, actually. All right, did you want to go into that? That's the full circle. That's, yeah, yeah, right. That's, we started recording because you were about to tell this story. and About like, how we met, right. And now we're... An hour in, and we're oh back goodness. around to it. So. Well, I will tell the story, and it oh, so funny. We started this at three thirty-two. By the way, thirty-two is fate, guys. Two thirty-two, two three. Watch the number twenty-three. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Enough said. Um, numbers mean things. Shout out. Never. Anyone wants to talk to me ever, please message me all the time. I will talk to you, and I will be your friend. Anyway, so <laughs> this is how. So I left Michigan. Um, I was in Detroit, and then I just got left by my ex. Um, he had quit his job. Uh, we spent the entire year, um, me, working full-time, um, and he was playing on the laptop I gave him, um, and I was taking care of the two dogs we had, a PTSD dog and a rescued pit bull, and then two black cats, and he never did anything, and I did all the stuff to take care of him, whatever. Getting, getting mean. No hard feelings. Yeah. But, um... So we had to. We lost the house because um, he couldn't pay his part, obviously, and I couldn't afford everything. So we ha- I made a deal with a slumlord landlord, who owned a bunch of properties in Detroit, and who also uh, owns like a art gallery and all kinds of weird stuff. So um, I'm, we move into this ghetto, rundown house that the doors don't even lock. It, you know, in a terrible spot in Detroit, and. Um, in exchange, I help him like fix up the house. Like I replace all the windows. I, I know how to build a house. I know how to, I like. Anyway, so that's pretty cool. He leaves me there, and I give the PTSD dog to my sister. Shout out to Anna and Spiker Spike Spike. Um, she's the perfect mom for him. I bring Tucci and the black cats, my two boys, Banks and Simon, uh, my old childhood friend of 15 years, who moved to. Georgia for the Air Force. Um, not gonna say who. Still love you, but we're not talking right now um, because uh, he wanted to help me out and get out of the situation. It was a terrible situation that I was in. And he said, "I have a room here in Georgia. You can bring your dog. You can bring your cats. Um, I'll take a week off. I'll come up there and I'll help you move out." So we packed up everything I could fit in my car, everything we could fit in his Jeep, and then we drove back down to Georgia. And um, that was like. Yeah. Really Really amazing. Amazing, amazing yeah. yes. But unfortunately, it's because 
he was under the impression that he mm. thought we would get together mm. eventually. Yeah. And then especially I getting mean, to know him. And we haven't, but we haven't hung out in years. He's moved to Georgia. And right. we, we talked over the phone for years and we, you know, had that telepath. We had communication. We texted for years, 15 years. Yeah. Best friendship. My best friend. But, um. I think something like, I think you make these, like, intense connections with people. Yes. And a lot of people are a going lot. to misinterpret that. Yes. And I don't mean <laughs> that way. I genuinely love you. Everyone. Right. Yeah. And I am sorry that yeah. you thought another thing and yeah. I did not ever mean to make it another way and you know in that moment I was needing a friend I, I was recovering from my ex and then my other previous ex who was way ten times worse than that um, you know strings of abusive stuff I had died eight times I was in recovery I really needed just to get away from everything bad I was working yeah. hard you know and I and at this point I had been sober for a while like I mean I've got, I take in the devil's lettuce I do the marijuana but it's legal in right. Michigan you can walk yeah. into a dispensary if you're over 21 right anyway so um, <clears throat> I have made it very far in life and have not regretted just never assuming that somebody else is also into you yeah just don't, don't assume that please don't yeah what what <laughs> like we did unless they explicitly like we did tell you and stuff. just I've assume for 15 it's no. years like since we were in seventh grade i would flare with him yes i am guilty of that but i was like also part of my old personality that i no longer do that so, um i would so i thought long. you had to like do that to be friends mm. also i was can, yeah. i didn't realize so move to georgia men did that just, just, I know. You know I start, thought I had to do that. No, because because could you imagine being a man where you had to flirt with the woman? Because you know, let her go ahead and drive or do this for me. Because some women are able to do that, like manipulate. Like I helped a one one lady out before, and she told her friend, "Oh, he really likes me. He wants this." No, I hate seeing people down and out. So I was supposedly into her, but right. go ahead. I'm sorry. Continue. No, it's okay. There, I also want to um, no, try I'm, to. I'm not. <laughs> hmm? I have heard rumors. I don't know this for a fact, but I heard rumors of a dude that was going to buy this chick a car if she peed on him on a regular schedule. Like, okay. wow. That's not normal nowadays. Like over a period of time. <laughs> Wow, that's a mainstream, isn't it? I got about 20 minutes. <laughs> that's, a, that's a common thing now. It's a little out of the mainstream. Um, but, uh, I also have um, actually heard somebody tell me about uh, they were a stripper, and they uh, or they used to be a stripper, mm -hmm. and they told me that um, guys would come in and want to purchase their poop. Uh-huh. In yeah. like a There's, little Dixie cup. Yeah. That's strange. Are you serious? And you pay, like, we're thousands of dollars. In, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, in, we're getting away. Okay. Uh, yeah, now we're talking about poop. Okay, in cups. Dixie cups. Okay. I gotta, um, gotta Google that. People pee on people a lot now. So, by the way, just want to say um, 111, and it's about to be 444. Um, I have to leave shortly because it is 444 now. Uh, I have to go pick up Neil um, from work. But let me just finish this because it is so yes. important to me yes. to know. So. How we met. I moved to Augusta. No, my bad. I move out to Thompson, which is like in the woods. I'm in the middle of the woods. Yeah. We get there, and I'm so sorry, but there is messes everywhere. There are beer bottles everywhere, beer cans everywhere, beer boxes. Yeah. Um, he is in the Air Force, and you know, whatever. 
So a lot of them do have drinking problems and they cannot have proper help because they can't really talk about things. Right. I'm not going to say anything else about that. So, you know, and the house is messy in there. And I am from Michigan and we were always told that if there are cockroaches in the house, it is messy. And there were so many cockroaches. I never knew this fact, but if here's a fact that you know, here now you'll know. You walk into a house and it smells like cat pee and there are no cats. That is a cockroach nest. That is ammonia. Oh. That is what a cockroach nest smells like. Swear to God. Oh. Especially if it's like messy and stuff and there's food and stuff, but you see no cats, cockroaches. Yikes. Learn that. Yikes. So, um, stuff happens between uh, me and Gary over time. But, so I get here August 1st. I am so depressed. I'm upset. I should be excited, happy. I moved. I mean, I am good, but I something is eating me up. I'm just in the corner. I'm in the dark room. I can't even move. I'm in my bedroom. I'm upset. And me and not really seen eye to eye yet, and he's not understanding why I'm acting like I'm acting. Mm. Okay. Um, but, um, oh. But, um. Whatever. Moving forward. Um, I can, I can. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> no, just kidding. So, um. The third day, it's about to be, this is funny, now here we go back into the spiritual stuff, and you can say whatever you want, but does it doesn't matter. This is my life, and I absolutely love it. And every day I'm so happy, wake up smiling. So it was August 1st, and the Lion's Gate on the 8th was coming up, and that's like it was like a full moon. Uh, I can't remember if it was new moon or full moon, honestly, but it was the Lion's Gate. Uh, big deal. And to meet, uh, it's about strength. Lions are Leo's strength. Yeah, if you don't mind. And, um, Just don't let him out. Here, let me get him. Oh, you're fine. Okay. Um, I don't meet Andrew directly. I meet him through someone, through a series of insane sequences of synchronicities. Hi, BJ. Hi. I'm wrapping up um, the story of how I met Andrew right now, and then I'm leaving because I have to go pick, it, pick up Neil. Um, but that is what we're doing. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. Yeah. I like your shirt. Thank you. I don't got so many compliments about the shirt. Yeah. I'm, I'm that weird old girl. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Yes. Breakfast club. Hey, what's up? Hey. Jackie, can I take a shower? Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. B E A, beautiful. Oh, shit. Alright, so let's finish this story. Yeah, no, I'm almost done, actually, of how we met. I'm almost there. Alright, So, it. um, it's the first that I'm upset, and on the third day, something tells me, just go get a crystal. Just go out there. You're in Thompson, you're 40 minutes from Augusta, you heard that Augusta's, like, the place of stuff where it is more stuff. It's, like, two hours from Atlanta. Cool. You know. Yeah. So, I look up Earthbound, uh, which is, like, a corp, like, a company, mm -hmm. worldwide, whatever, I've never been to a two-story mall before, so I, I go, and I'm like, interesting. So I walk in, I see it, and I don't want to go to that. Something tells me, keep walking. Don't go there. That's stupid. Yeah. I don't go in there. Right, right, right away. Keep walking. I've got to check out the Hot Topic. I've got to know what this Hot Topic looks like. Right. So I go in there, greeted super nice, and I go right to the earrings and piercings and stuff, and there's all kinds of deals on these ones I really like. And I ask for... Um, one of the people's opinion. And I'm like, help me out. And I, we get down right next to each other. Like, we're best friends. Like, we're talking, like, the word discussing the piercings. It's Lil. 
It's yeah. your sibling. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we get up to the register, and I look up, and they look at me, and we stare into our souls, and I'm like, you look so familiar. And they're like, well, I am around here. I'm like, no, no, no. I just got here, like, two days ago. Yeah. I don't know you. I'm from Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Lil then... said, I'm also originally born and from Michigan. I was like, that's weird. Um, right. So... Um, I, well, hey, I'm new here. I don't know what's going on. I was told to come here and just, like, I love, like, Hot Topic and, like, it's just so strange that whatever. So I said, you look so familiar. And then they said this. They said, well, I did have a dream last night where someone who I never met before came into the store and I told them, uh, do not go to the loft. And I was like, I don't know what that is. Um, and they were yeah. like, okay, well, mm. you were in my, you know, obviously it was me in the dream. Right. They were telling yeah. me, so don't go to the loft. And I was like, okay. And they said, go to Joe's Underground. <clears throat> and, uh, sorry, shout out to my ex. Joe is uh, my huge uh, influence in my life. I'm so sorry. But uh, one of my big, the big evil ex. Okay. Big yeah. whatever. Right. So I thought, oh, Joe's Underground. This sounds like a bad time. Um, so <laughs> just my own pre whatever. Yeah. But nothing against him at all, but at all. But, um. But, um. So, <laughs> they say, it's well, it's Thursday. So they say, my, my brother Andrew hosts a um, stand-up, like, every Thursday. And, yeah. you know, he does stand-up and stuff, and I'll go, maybe you should go. I'm like, well, let's exchange. Let's go. Let's do this. So, um, I go. Um, but right before I go to that, I actually go to a crystal store called um, Trip 3 Smoke Shop. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's yeah. right up the street. And I make friends with Karen. She's my friend. Okay. I haven't seen her in a while, but hey, Karen. Um, and, yeah, I get a crystal for Lionsgate, and then I meet Lil later that night at Joe's Underground. Yeah. Never been there. Meet you and Brittany. Yeah. You're up there. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're actually the guy doing the thing. You're up there hosting the thing. That's so cool. Yeah. And I draw a picture of you guys, actually, in my notebook. I have oh, it. It's not with me. Um, it's in my other sacred notebook. I would love to but, see um, that. Yeah, I'll show you. It's okay. the day I met you guys. Hell, yeah. Um, and that same time, it was also someone's birthday um, that night. Art's friend. Art and Casey. Oh, yeah, okay. Right. Art got up there. Art Reed and Casey yeah. Reed. Art Reed got up there, and he was doing stand-up. So me, you, Casey, Art, everyone, we're all, Lil, we're all standing outside, Brittany, in a circle, outside yeah. Joe's. I'm from Michigan, and I came here with a bunch of weird stuff, whatever. Um, and, um, legal, I, you know, legal card, whatever. Um, and I had my pen. And I, oh, um, yeah. To, but I noticed Casey was the only one not talking. She was, like, standing against the wall. There's Art, and there's you, and Brittany, and Lil, and... We're all just talking and having a good time. But uh, Casey doesn't say anything, so I lean up to Casey. And I go, hi, what's your deal? What's going on? You haven't said anything all night. I've been watching you, watching art, watching us. What's up? Yeah. And you guys are all now my foundation of Augusta. Right. For serious. Like, Casey is my best friend, soul sister. I love her so, so, so much. Obviously not over my real sister, Anna. Uh, no one could replace Anna. And then my, you know, McKenna from childhood, whatever. But uh, she's actually my soul sister, and she like understands the energies and everything like I do. And she does Reiki. She's a pottery master. She just she makes music like me. She's amazing. Yeah. I, art reads the muralist, and then you guys. I always all like, you guys on the same night. Growing up in Augusta, I have always hated it. Real? Yeah, I, I could always, see that. 
I never liked it, and now I feel like I've become a pillar. <laughs> like a little mini celebrity kind of in Augusta. Right. Like, and so is hosting a, like, the a Joe's open guys. mic is, and it being one of the only open mics. Yeah. Like, there's just not that many. And then on top of that, like, I don't know. It's been such a roller coaster hosting that open mic. Because, like, it's, I took it over during COVID. So, like, nobody. It was me, Skylar, and Rhonda, and we were all socially distanced, as per usual. Yeah. <laughs> like, right, it, as it should be. It's just not that busy down intended. there on a Thursday night, usually. So, yeah. like, it used to be. Pre-COVID, it, it was, was popping. Because I showed up a couple of times before that. And yeah. I, I, I miss Lil a lot. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I, haven't, I just haven't seen him in so long. Yeah. And we had a super connection, too. And they gave me my super sacred deck on my birthday after I got my message from God after Christmas. Nice. It's crazy. That sounds crazy, but whatever. But we'll have to Which have a whole other... Yeah, I would love that. You're going to be on multiple episodes. I, I can would love already that. tell. Finley, we got to have you back Yeah, I actually really, really like this a lot. Um, Appreciate you guys and your time. Yeah, but you said you got to go soon. I do. Right? I did want to say one thing. Um, my goal... Um, in Augusta and just in the world um, is just uh, like sharing like the the awoke ideas of being uh, loving one another and being patient with one another and um, everyone helping everyone. So I'm a creator who helps creators. So everyone I know, everyone who's my friend is your friend. Yeah. So like shout out to everyone who's become my friend here and like, okay, you have you been to the American Dime Museum? Yes. Oh my gosh! And the oh, two-headed yeah. T Rex is coming. Two-headed T Rex. Peter, is coming. shout out to Peter. I uh, and yes. His friend so, now is everyone's amazing. Huge shout out to Peter Echoes American Dime Museum in downtown Augusta. It's a fucking phenomenal attraction. Cheap. If you've yep. ever been there, it's and awesome. I've performed on that stage. It's, it's beautiful. So it's so cool. cool. It is definitely my kind of um, feel in there. Yes. Super I love awesome vibes in there. Vibes in there. certain things going there? Or what? It's I, very strange. It's, uh, I mean, I so you have to, to get in. You have to like message Peter, Peter. Echo himself. And we could easily get that going. Um, yeah, which it's spelled E-X-C-H-O. I can send you the um, information. And we can, yeah. But yeah, he will set up a tour, and you mm-hmm. can go in and tour the place. Because you know Actually, the down. Blue Man Group just toured there. They really? just Yeah, the Blue Man Group. I like, saw you put two, the picture three days up ago. there, right? Yeah, I reposted mm-hmm. it. Um, the Damn, Blue Man Group cool. just came and visited. Um, I got a personal tour. The two-headed like, T-Rex will be here in, I think, two, three months. Some of the best, cheapest coffee i've ever had he gets like this amazing imported coffee that's cool and then like charges like two dollars for like a 20 ounce cup or something and then you can get it refilled he said 12 times he said he feels like 12 12 times wow right that's what i was i I I was like 12 times times, he was like 12 yeah. I'm good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. yeah you're fine. He's like, I feel like after work. 12 times, maybe you should buy another cup. And yeah. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I think that's fair yeah. for $2. You'd, like, share. You'd have to use the bathroom so many times because of the coffee. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Gosh. Um, so I, that, that's what I makes the drank money. that coffee. I had got <laughs> like three refills that night, and I was performing. And we went up late, so I had drank like yeah. fucking like sixty ounces of coffee, and then I went up and did my set. And I was oh, I, 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 
Like they I have felt a really like, amazing stage, though. So. Yeah. Oh, it's great. So people go up there and actually perform too. They do. Yeah, it hasn't happened not, in a not while. Since, yeah, there's a lot going on, and he actually, uh, actually, Peter died recently. Um, yes. Yeah. He, he also revived. died. Yes, and, and came he's back. been out asking Heart for thing. volunteers to help no, him with no. stuff because Peter shouldn't be doing a lot of strenuous activity. So yeah. whatever. But um, um, so yeah. so yeah, he's put together. That was where I was getting with shout out. Was he's yeah. putting together a group to help yes. build a two-headed T-Rex skeleton that he is having imported from, from Oversight. Oh, yeah, from Shanghai. Shanghai and brought to the Dime Museum, and I'm going to be helping it's put amazing. it together. Very amazing. Wow. Like, and, any, and you can donate. Um, yeah, you can donate to, to the American Dime Museum. If you look it up, it is the right? only one in Augusta. Yeah. The only one. The only um, GoFundMe in Augusta? Or no, is the it only GoFundMe? American or? Dime Museum. Oh, yes. A, right. You know, you, yeah, he's... You, He's obvious. He's the guy with the huge beard and all like the eighteen. The huge mustache. The, yeah, and the and piercing, the, the giant like, gauge like a in his nose. Through the center, through through his nose. septum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. And I also um, like I I'm just continuing real quick. Um, all my friends are your friends, and we all are here to help each other. Um, I don't know if you've ever been to Four P Studios, the art studio uh-huh. with Regina. I know Brittany knows Regina. Um, Brittany knows Casey and all them. Um, right. But you can take any kind of weird art classes like pottery, um, photography, any kind of awesome weird stuff, and you can message me or go to Four P Studios. It's yeah. amazing. So even like you guys, I think you guys would like it because we can also like do things there. She wants more things to happen there, like a studio set up with a. Um, maybe we could record one of these there, or maybe we right. could all jam out there. She wants that kind of stuff to happen. And there's also a yeah. backyard space too, like. Okay. Cool. And Beveled Edge with Mel, who does the Frame It Now shop, which Billy S. Shout out to Billy S. You know Billy? Um, No idea. Well, he's a musician here in Augusta and also a painter, too. Hell yeah. Um, We all know each other, so we're all here to... Yeah. Yeah. And Francine. Okay. Anyway. All right. All right. I got to get Neil. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you for being on. Kill your own. Yeah, but Got it. if it was really that secret, you wouldn't have heard about it. Yeah. Like- Yeah, 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 yeah.